time for Measure Twice. Hello, welcome to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini along with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential and you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and more. And with their new location right next to C. Kramer Interiors and Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. That was right on time, by the way. If you were paying attention at home, that was right on time. Like in radio school, yeah. that was that was pretty good. I thought I was a little fast because of the coffee. Pretty good yeah, this morning. Yeah. <laughs> but we switched to Colombian this morning. Ah, the old high, high uh, octane there. Yeah. <laughs> Last week we had sweet cream. And and Chris was like, "Where's the sweet cream this week?" Yeah, he was. He seemed a little pissed. Yeah, he was like, "Come no, on, I, I wasn't. I, th- I was just yanking your." Chicken. I thought we had a new normal, Rob, of sweet That's cream. In my contract, yeah, it's <laughs> in his rider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of green jelly beans too. I don't know where that's coming. Green jelly beans are not a grown up food, by the way. No, and it's you know, I if you see a grown up eating a jelly bean, it's like clearly that's last year's Halloween candy just laying around. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, grown. Grown-ups wearing jerseys. What's wrong with jelly beans? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with them. I'm just saying, <clears throat> I don't think grown-ups go out of their way to buy jelly beans for themselves. Oh, that's probably very true. They get a high-end gummy bears. Everybody knows that. Oh, I love gummy bears. And then mixes them with their edibles, so it's just a surprise. Ah. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> now, I've never had an edible, but in my mind, they're all shaped Ru- like a bear. Roulette. Yeah. No, they're usually <laughs> yeah. round. Really. Gummy roulette. <laughs> Chris is like, they're round, and they're they weigh round. about a gram. And well, I mean... uh I'm told. I'm told. Somebody said. <laughs> but he's been sleeping like a baby lately. I'll tell you what. All those in that when we're off air, he actually just sketches us in here. It's pretty wild. And then <laughs> just real hungry after the show. Really strange. Well, you know, you're listening to the show that's supposed to help you enhance, you know, envision your home's potential. A gummy will help. A gummy. <laughs> <laughs> You can envision all kinds of things. Yeah, you're just, is this your house or yeah. not? Or is it, is, am I my neighbor's house? I don't know. I'm, saying, I'm going to paint my house yellow, but what's the smell of yellow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, the wheels are turning. What, what does purple sound like? <laughs> Chris is like, okay, write that down. I'm going to ask my question, myself that question around 9 o'clock tonight. It's purple sound. <laughs> the sound of silence. So, but our, I, to really envision your home's potential, right? We talk about space. I mean, basically you're both in the space business. You're not in the aerospace business. No. But you could be. But, uh, but you're in the space business, right? It boils down to like you're working in spaces. That sounds far more technical than. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded more simple. Space business. You're in the. Yeah, NASA, right. No, no, not the NASA sense, right? Not outer space. Well, interior space. Yeah. And you only get what you got, right? I mean, even if you're extending your house, you you can't go into your neighbor's yard. You know, like you only, there's limits. It's like, it's cool though. The limit is actually what causes creativity. You know, like you have to think it through, right? Um, And if you have things that are, like if you're if you're in a space and it's finite, you're not you're not knocking down a wall, right? the The idea of making certain things b- 
bigger that need to be bigger. <laughs> stop, stop it, Chris. <laughs> the blue pill? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, you know. Never take that with your yeah. edible, though. <laughs> Never. Oh, wow. wow. I wonder what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's really an interesting concept. I, uh, what's the show about again? Is TikTok thing around? Uh, yeah, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Slept through the whole thing. <laughs> the... <laughs> I have a place to put all these donuts I wanted to eat. Um so, so we're, we're going to talk about things not in that sense. Man, and I had a lot of time to figure out how to present this, and I just screwed it all up, didn't I? Well, you just never know. You just never you know, know. But you do know. That's the thing, Joel. When you're in here with Chris, you know where it's going to go. <laughs> We've been there. Uh, so, okay. So what I'm talking about is, is that there are some things that you, you know, we talk about all the time, live in your house and you, you start to find out, you know, what needs to change and what will work better. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you're, everybody talks about counter space in, in the kitchen, like that's the, that's the thing, right? I mean, that's what you talk about. And you talk about the kitchen floor and counter space, right? Floor and counter space. Those are the two main things. Chris was like, no, we talk about everything. Storage, storage, storage is a big thing. Storage. Yeah, thinking more storage than floors. I don't storage and counter space for yep. sure are a big yep. thing. Yep. Those are kind of the but, oh, there's a list that makes for, sense. You're right. Change and you're right. storage, you're right. Floors. Yeah. yeah. You get there. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm hammering floors because that's what I'm thinking about. But no, you're right. Storage storage space, when you walk into a kitchen, can we put stuff in here? And right. is there enough counter space? And when you're in a house that's empty, if you're buying a house and they have it emptied out, it always looks like there's a lot of counter space unless it's like kind of ridiculously low counter right. space. Right. But when you start living there, that's when stuff starts to happen. And it just seems in my mind like counters, countertops, you can't grow them. And they you know, and, and that was just in my mind, but I'm like, yeah, let me ask the guys, how do you make, how do you get more counter space? What do you have to do? What are your options? And I know it depends on the space, right? Yeah. I mean, it does depend on the space, but I think that's the first, first area. You look and see what, what, what you can steal from, or how you can maybe reconfigure it yeah. to achieve more counter space. That's the ticket right there is like reconfigure. I did want to throw this out there, though. <clears throat> What's the standard width? Of a counter space. Like a depth? Depth, sorry. 20, 24. Well, cabinets are typically 24 inches. Overhang is an inch. So 25 inches, not including backsplash. So 25, 26 inches. Well, it'd be, it'd be probably around 24 inches yeah. of actual usable. Of actual usable space. Okay, so like 24 inches. Is there such a thing as making it 28? Yep. If you want. Does that help? It doesn't help getting into your top drawers. <laughs> no. I mean, I've... Mm, didn't think of that. I mean, if you're doing a custom kitchen, you can do anything you want. And I've ran <laughs> into that before where they specified they wanted like 28-inch depth. So how do you so deal with that? So the cabinets deeper? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that would... Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had to accommodate the depth, but... That would look weird. It was 
not something that's typical by any means, but it's what the client wanted. And yeah, well, it's kind of an experiment for you because you yeah, wouldn't and for the cabinet company <laughs> because it, well, no, I don't mean didn't mean that. It's just that it is yeah, right. Sure. It's not it's not the norm. Ten percent more materials, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. probably. I mean, it's just again, you can have, you can do anything you want, but you know, as long as you're willing to pay the additional. But the ultimate question is, does that really add counter space? I mean, functional counter space. Does it? It, it, well, you're gaining a couple extra inches of depth, but I didn't see the the advantage to it. Yeah. Because really, when you think about counter space, it's more the length. Yeah. Not the depth. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. But it is an option. Like you, you can do it. And oh, yeah. It is more technically you have more square footage of counter if you do that. But is it the right, you know, it's in the back. It's, it's right, towards yeah. the back. Like you don't really get any more of the front. Really, you're adding to the back exactly, because you're yeah. not, you're standing there. It's been such a long time ago, but I think the reason that they went deeper is because they had larger um, items to store that were mm-hmm. deeper and 24 wouldn't cut it. Right. So they needed it to be deeper for like serving trays and things of that nature. Right. And the the mentality now though is, is that you can probably gain counter space by removing some things that you're storing on your counter. Yeah. Right. Always. You can declutter. Chris's favorite thing is declutter. I don't like a lot of stuff on my counter. Because you don't like the visual? I don't like the visual clutter. Right. So what would you have on your countertop then? What would I have on my countertop? No toasters, no, 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 or no, I have a, at home, I have a coffee maker, some decanters, and a thing with utensils. And usually a glass of wine. And a glass of wine just hanging out there. (laughs) Just for show. Yeah. Strictly for show. And a pack of the gummies. (laughs) (laughs) Just have them out there. That's not, a gummy is not a clutter. No, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and they're the gummy's dissolved tray, in but it. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> they're, on, they're on a silver plate. Do not reach <laughs> into Chris's candy jar. Yeah. Just saying. He takes okay. them out. He takes them out and puts them in a serving dish. There. <laughs> it's like, and here it's a great go. presentation. <laughs> a doily. Uh, oh my God. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more space to make things, well, the idea to make some more things bigger. This is measured twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. You are listening to us on Machinist News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything, doors, cabinets, windows, and more, and countertops, and more. Uh, And they're located right next to C. Kramer Interiors up there in Granger. And... Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And you should, because when your floors are beautiful, I mean, everything else kind of falls into place. Or it looks uglier. <laughs> or it outclasses everything <laughs> that's on top to, of it. Oh, and then, what? Then, then you need to do other stuff. <laughs> yeah, because you, you want your floor to outclass My everything. floors else. are so nice, I can't. 
Can't put anything on them. Where's all your furniture, Chris? Well, my my floor. Who's your hardwood floors? Did my floors? I can't put anything on them. That's how. Yeah, it's like that commercial where they're all laying on the floors, <laughs> admiring them. That's pretty cool, though. They do good. They do really good work there. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's weird because Chris doesn't have furniture. He just has like these swings that hang from doors. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah. Swings from yeah. Doors. And corduroy beanbag chairs. Yeah, which is odd. <laughs> Woot, 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 woot. <laughs> I could see that guy in a beanbag. You do that. Just chilling. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could get out of one anymore. Uh-huh. I picture Chris in a velour jumpsuit oh. with a white uh, armless T-shirt under it and <laughs> some gold chains and black slippers. And that's how you walk around the house. In my mind, that's how you walk oh, around yeah. the house. Your with his tiger. <laughs> with his tiger. Yeah, with the tiger. So, so you're picturing an oligarch? Yeah, that's how I picture him. <laughs> and a menagerie of animals that can only be found in his yard because they're all gone except for his animals. It's usually a holy t-shirt and uh, flannel pajamas. And by holy, you mean like touched by the Pope? Oh, yeah. Your... <laughs> no. He's like, no. No. That stuff's for best. <laughs> I only wear my blessed shirts when I... <laughs> No stains. Gets its stains right out, that holy water. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it burns, but no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Oh, just catches fire. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just... Speaking of that, it is definitely the, the horror movie, you know, you can't watch TV. You can't watch a commercial anymore. It scares the know. crap out of you, man. You can't, like, gosh. Commercials? Dude? Yeah, TV, yeah. Those things that come between, oh, yeah, it's, we, I don't pay to miss the commercials. No, I'm just kidding. The, you know, the commercials for horror movies are out this time of year. Are they? Oh, yeah. 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 I know you're busy reading Shakespeare, but the some of us are, some watching, of us are watching television. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm not wrong, right? I mean, they're nah, kinda, it's, it's kind of crazy. Stupid. Man, you don't need to watch the movie to be scared. You just need the 40-second I think what kind of psychopath goes to something like that and enjoys it? <laughs> I know. But I know people that you I, are otherwise normal. You think. But then they love that stuff. You know, like, oof, mm. scary. Speaking of haunted houses, if everything's too small in your house, how do you make it? Uh-huh. I, you know. I, but really, we were talking about countertops and and <clears throat> reconfiguring a kitchen, right, is, is an Bathrooms option. and right. everything in a bathroom. I mean. It's... And bathrooms seems like the space that just, it's hard to grow a bathroom. Sometimes. Sometimes you're limited. Yeah, there are definitely times that you're limited. You know, just there are times when we've talked about stealing from like a master bedroom because you or a closet or right. If you when you can't grow a bathroom, what's the first place you look? Like you must have your eyes must go someplace when you're like, okay, this bathroom I got. We're redoing this bathroom. They need help figuring it out. Where do your eyes go first to look for space to grab in a bathroom? What is what is generally the the most wasted space in a in a a master bath? Tub. That's true. A tub, mm-hmm. like an extravagant tub, especially the built-ins. Right. Those are they take up a massive mm-hmm. amount of space and nobody uses them. Correct. That's so true. Like because they have like stairs going to them and <laughs> just well, all kinds of just all kinds of and and the amount of time it takes to fill them and the amount of water it takes to fill them and you know everybody I shouldn't say everybody. But a lot of people just prefer a big shower. 
There was a minute where there were built-in tubs was a, was a thing. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was it was the thing. Yeah. I don't know that it's the thing anymore. It's not. No. Yeah. Now we've been taking them out and putting in freestanding tubs if they still want a bathroom. Or you just convert it into or a giant just shower. Take that space and use it in for something else yep. or more usable. I think that the standalone tubs, at least if you're watching TV, they're they're still pretty vibrant, you know, like people like them. They're architectural, so they do create a nice focal point in a bathroom if you need a bathtub. Right. I worry about the getting in and out of a tub. And I'm spry. Like, I, I can do it. But even me, I'm like, man, I feel like that's just an accident waiting to happen. A tub. That's how I look at it, you know. Well, but, okay, a tub is a, I mean, if you have a tub in your master bath, chances are you have a shower. Right. So... You may never use your tub. <laughs> well, but if you're, yeah, very few people actually like it's a great idea. Oh, I'm going to use this thing and relax. You know, you get get it with the heat where with the heat in it, with right. the bubbles and like. I I wonder like does it actually get used at all? <laughs> most of the time, sometimes I think it does, but most of the time I hear I just want to shower. Right, but when you get romantic. You know, romanticize the the tub. <laughs> I wasn't going I there. Going. Here we are with the blue pill again. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I, when you start to romanticize having a tub, that's when you start to talk yourself into it. Right. Yeah. And then it's nice to have. And the person who's going to buy your house next probably will do the same thing. So it's not. Yeah. I don't think it takes away from the value of a, of a bathroom at all. I don't. No. No. It doesn't, no. It doesn't take away the value. No. Not. It at does all. take space though. So it's tubs space. do, you know, they're they're essentially just a controlled hole in your bathroom. I mean, you well, know. and a lot of times, what you do, you'll walk into a bathroom with a built-in tub that were that were that was popular years ago, and that their shower is about you yeah know, a three by three, and right. then they've got this humongous tub that nobody uses. Right, you've got an RV shower next to a yeah. enormous yeah. tub. Yeah. So this the now we're doing the reverse: larger shower, either no tub or depending on the space, right. freestanding tub. And I think tubs are are also, you know, there are, they're not as, they don't need as much room as they used to need. No. That's true. You yeah. don't have the big deck around them. Exactly. Around them. And- yeah. And that's but where I'm going with that is, is like, sometimes I'm like, well, if you don't have the built-in tub, it's just like, they seemed really easy to get in and out of. A standing tub, I'm like, man, do I need a, like a step stool over here to step into that mm, thing? And no. Then, and then, but the biggest request that I get from the tub is the depth. They want to be able to soak. Okay. Yeah, because the the in the what are the insert tubs? They're not very deep. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But if you're going to use it, you want to be able to soak in it. Right. So they call is that like a thing soaking tub? Am I just making that up? Tub. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be the depth. Like mm-hmm. you would have to ask for a soaking tub. Yeah. Well, most of the freestanding tubs are deep enough, but some are not. So if you want to soak, it's, it's just something we have to look at the depth of the tub. Right. Cool, though. They come with a lot of cool fixtures, though. Like, you can kind of make it really neat. Like you said, an architectural thing, you know, with the little shower head or whatever in there. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do with it. My um, sister-in-law lived in, in the village in, Man- in Manhattan in New York, <clears throat> and she could only have a tub. There was no, the, the building was so old. It's a famous building. It's shaped like a triangle. Mm-hmm. Very famous building. 
and her first apartment in there was so tiny. It was like the base. If you can imagine, she was in the point. Pretty much, yeah. She was actually, but the point is split in two. Oh, on, really? on two of the floors. I think I know which building you're talking about. Yeah, it's a famous Flatiron. Yeah. It's it looks like the Flatiron Building, but it's it's twin in the village, and. And uh, so the two of those floors in that building, that point is two rooms. You can imagine that. Wow. She wasn't in there. She was in the, like a different, like a corner. Penthouse. But mm-hmm. she can only have a tub because they didn't have the, the shower. There was no shower ever installed. And it was like built in the teens. And so she had this really cool setup of a, like a shower head. Yeah. 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 And then later on, she actually made the old school shower. Ring and- yeah. Which was cool too. Yeah. It was kind of neat. Um, but that was it. Like that was her choice and it was no choice. There was no, <laughs> no. And, but she said when she made the shower ring, it actually made the tub bigger. Like it felt big cause she could, when you're, she's like, if you're in a tub trying to shower, it's like bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're sitting in it yeah. versus standing in it. Cause she figured out that they sell it like it's a shower, but it's really just a rinsing tool. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. showering yeah. with it. Yeah. It's not the design. And so that's, that's the. So that's how she made her tub bigger. She made it a, mm-hmm. you know, she chose that because yeah. she had to. Can you imagine moving that up there? That's all I could think about. There's no elevator in that building. So how'd that tub get up there? Buried it. Somebody muscled oh that God. thing up there. Oh my goodness. Two big people. Or a crane. Some, Maybe a crane. There's some really cool, I mean, plumbing shower fixtures that are exposed that are really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's what she had. So yeah, it was really it, cool. I can't remember exactly what color it was, but it was pretty I remember liking it. When we come back though, let's make let's make a, a forgotten room bigger. This is measured twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And you're listening to us on Miss Shannon's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are sponsored by Leatherman Supply. Everything, countertops, cabinets, cab- <laughs> repeated cabinets. Yeah. Everything, counter- doors, windows, doors, and more. windows, countertops, cabinets, and more. Located next to C. Kramer in tears. See, I got it right. The first one was so good that I used it, it all up. Yeah, I used really? it all up. Oh, well. Hoosier Hardwood Floors is our other sponsor. And they're Michigan's experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And then the trusted and, valued. trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. And also, it'll look so nice. You'll just remove all your furniture from yep. your house and never put it back down. Because why would you put furniture on the Mona Lisa? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. And that's what you'll have, essentially. Yeah. Is like that kind of floor. I know. Dino's like, man, they're talking me up. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so we're talking about making things bigger. Um, and the the forgotten room to me, which isn't a room, is a garage. And it, this is the actually why we're talking about making oh, things bigger. Ooh, a garage. We're getting to this point of it. Yes. Yeah. What's going on here? Here's Talk the thing. Us. So, again, I don't want to make this about me, but I'm at this I'm place. <laughs> what? But I'm going to. <laughs> but I'm going to. <laughs> no offense. As soon as you hear that, it's like, yeah. I'm about to offend you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the, the, I'm pulling into a, a place that we're, we're staying, and it had a two-car garage, but it was two doors. And... The visual pulling into those things is like, I'm definitely going to hit one of these. 
That's what it looks like when you pull yeah, in. Yeah, but if it's an eight-foot door, you have no issue. I get it. I get it. But can you eliminate that? Can you make that a one? Yeah, you can go. You can go. What do you got to do? Uh, it, it would be some framing. You'd have to. You'd have to uh, put in a different header. Because it looks like a giant area to span to me. It's really. I mean, like it's done all the time because there's a lot of those two car garages with just one single door. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's at the time of construction. Yeah. But it's not it really isn't that. that difficult. So, yeah, it's just a matter of getting that pro reframing that area, getting the appropriate header in there. What What do you would you use? Is it like a specific? It does. It, it, I would have it engineered, and just see. You might get. You might be able to get away with like a three ply, like sixteen or whatever the span header, is. Right. LVL header depends on space and whatnot. Those and when you say have it engineered, do you know you don't just go to the lumberyard and pick those up? Then you just no. You I, order I, them. I will. So my. The, the lumberyard will do, I mean, they have the programs to do the engineering. It's all about loads and span. And so it, it can be figured out there, and then I can get the material through them. So generally, that's the only thing. Like, you don't have to, like, do any framing above it. I mean, it's like you don't have to affect the roof or, you know, no. like, any of that no. stuff. It's just no. basically put, and getting a different door, obviously. Right, which is can be difficult. You can wait a long time. Stores, for really? whatever reason are hard to get still well, wow it depends on what you're getting oh well what is easier and to get a people, cheaper one or a more expensive cheaper one? one's easier to get for sure really because i thought it'd be the other way around because no. they would be more volume that's you know there's probably i figured there'd be more volume on the less expensive well they're, they're, they're making more of those you know i mean like you're going with something that's that's a nicer fiberglass with windows a certain because you can get all kinds of configurations they're not make that. That's not just necessarily readily available, right? Make it's probably more considered custom and made to order, right? So then you're who installs? You have garage door companies come yeah. and install them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I but, work with a garage door company that. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, they, there's a number of them that do a really nice yeah. job. Yeah, there's a lot of systems. You know that they're all. I, I found that. I mean, they do it all the time. It, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense not to have them. If you're, especially you're getting it through them. Right. And they get warrantied through them. Have and them then install you get, it because they yep. know what they're doing. They're doing yep. it all the time. So right. That you have to deal with too. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things, man. Working on your own garage doors could be trouble. Oh, yeah. It's um, a nightmare. I mean, it's super dangerous. <laughs> doesn't look dangerous, but. Yeah, the springs. I mean, people don't think about. Man. Those, those springs are dangerous if you just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. coil on its own. If you if you ever have ever heard a spring break, you'll know what I mean. It's yeah. it's like it's like a cartoon sound. I can't. Even, yeah, no, they're, they're, it's wild. It scares <laughs> the crap out of you. It is definitely. It's like a gunshot followed with a massive boing. Like yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. But it's a cannon shot. Really, yeah. it's not even. Yeah. It's very loud. And if you're tightening it, that's the thing is people over tighten and then they get injured because what's over tightening and then if you just because now it's if you have to. Like I never do a repair on my on those things because you have to deal with the springs and letting them loose. I mean, there's it just takes let somebody that does it all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's really one of those things the that procedures. 
if you look at it, it is a simple process. Mm-hmm. Like you look at, for what it is, you know, you, you really, you put a lever in, you re- pull down, release the tension slowly. Like this, the yeah. process is simple, but it's so precise right? that if somebody's not really well trained and you just run a serious risk. So that's the one thing that can injure you terribly. The other thing is if your door's up and it's not secured, you know how many people doors fall on and you look at it and it's like, yeah. Oh, it's so light. Well, it's light because it was spring weighted. Right. Yeah. The door <laughs> actually weighs several hundred pounds. If that falls on your foot, it's not your foot or your back or your, back or or your whatever. Or your right. Older. Very. So we're, I know we're going out of our way and overkilling this thing, but your garage doors is an important piece of equipment that should have experts. Yes. Deal. Absolutely. With. The that's. And they're readily available and yep. with a phone call and it's, Honestly, not that expensive. To no. Have somebody come out and fix your garage. No. And we say over and over again, that's the one thing that you, that you, it's beyond dollar for dollar. So it's like uh, what 1.01, you actually may, it actually earns money on itself. When you have a good proper garage door, it, it's the one upgrade you can do that has a great return. Yep. And now changing your code. Well, nowadays you, you probably do need to be a NASA scientist. Yep. To yeah. Get that done. Yeah, I haven't been able to. I screwed mine up, and I haven't been able to like, over a year. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I can have my son show. He he's magical. Like I, he I has all the buttons work now. But before he made it home this last time, we we're like, man, this door will not open. I cannot get it to program. No matter, I follow the instructions, and it still doesn't work. Yep. I actually just saw a a hack. That has nothing to do with making anything bigger. So sorry, huh? but there is a there is a ring of of thieves that have figured out how to open your garage door. Well, that's been out for years. Well, do you know what I'm going to talk about? Do you, they, it has nothing they, to do with your programmer. Oh, how they get into your garage. Yeah, they get garage. in by taking a block of wood and putting it up top where your garage door folds down. They fish a wire through, grab the red string. Oh. Twist it and pull. Now your garage door is released. Well, and now they just you, open it up. Thousands of people. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah the, the criminals already knew that. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm I'd telling the public. So how do they do that? How do you? How do they fish, fish to what? You don't. How do they get? To well, the, because they know where the center of your garage yeah, but is. Do they do it when the garage door is closed. Yeah. That's how they do it. Yeah. Oh, so you don't even have to be around to. Oh. Yeah. And uh, you know how it many uh, people go? You know how many know. security systems are hooked into a garage door? None. Almost none. Mm-hmm. Almost none. Almost none. So then they get yeah. access to your to everything. Yeah, because most of the time your alarm is to the service door from the garage to the house, exactly. not exactly itself. Interesting. And, and then the other thing that I was, you know, I was on a on a conference call about certain security, right? The the other thing they said is like, yeah, and it's the easiest house. It has the most things that they could just go to a, a pawn shop and just yeah sell because nobody, everybody needs wrenches, so right. they readily buy them. There, you don't see. Serial lawn equipment, yeah, wow. whatever, yeah, interesting. So, uh, the remedy you're like, well, don't leave me hanging. Yeah, the remedy is is to take the string off, and just have a uh, a clip hanging from it. Oh, right. Okay. And instead of using the string, just yeah. go and have a like clip, a, and like a like ruler, a carabiner, with yeah, uh, just hanging from the from where it interesting. is, and have, have something that you can hook. just yank it down when you yeah. need to, um, because. We always look up at it, and it's always near the 
near the middle of the garage. Like when your garage door is open, when it's closed, it's only a it's, foot and yeah. a half from the front of the yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So right away, this is something that you can go home today. And yeah. Fix easily. And fix because it's happening. Yeah. You know, all over the place. That's and, interesting. And criminals yeah. don't listen to this show. So no, they no, don't know. They, it's all good people. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? So, and then you could lock it, right? Everybody has little locks. You can lock the sides of your garage door and then it won't come up. But then they won't come up. (laughs) Then you got to get out. Yeah. Yeah, Nope. Um, Also, most uh, garage doors are equipped with a lock. If you look at your garage door opener, there's a lock, a little button with a lock and lock. You can flip that every night. And even if they have the programmer, it won't work. But the button will still work in your house. So, anyway, that's my two cents. Didn't make it bigger, but I really, as a public service, wanted to yeah. see that. There we go. All right, when we come back, we're going to make one more thing bigger, and I bet you get can guess what it is. I got, a, I got another tool for the making garage bigger. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. All right, when we come back, let's talk about that. This is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And you're listening to us on Michigan is the News Talk 95.3. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply, everything countertops, windows, cabinets, and more. Located right next to C. Kramer Interiors in Granger and Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michigan's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Talking about making things bigger, we're talking about the garage, and I was ready to move on, but there's one thing that we can do. Yeah. Uh, Make your garage Putting a car lift system in. What? When you have multiple cars. So that seems like you'd need to raise a roof. Tall enough ceiling. Mm -hmm. Or dig in it, or they... a small car. (laughs) Or they... Talking about matchbox cars. Took out the floor. Really? To put multiple... Car collection. They had a car collection. They I had a three-car garage. How far do you have to go down for that? Man, that's interesting. Yeah. And they put in a lift system in two of the bays so that they could rotate their cars. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that is it was, awesome. It was like, you're kidding me, That's right? like Batman stuff right yeah, there. It is. Yep. So they could actually, the lift system would come up, and, and so they could... You'd pull the one basically, out. Basically, you pull the one out you want, and they had... Bring- Pulled the other one in, and but they were tired of paying storage for the his car collection, so they put this lift system in their garage so he could park multiple vehicles. They're kind of stacked on, and that. they drive them. So mm-hmm. that's because if you don't drive yeah. your cars ever, you probably won't. Would it's probably better to store them somewhere. But right. if you're driving the car, yeah, you want it there. So, but that was another way to rather they couldn't build out right and or up, so they. Put in the that's lift. cool. That's pretty cool. I wonder how. I mean, it, was it just two cars? I think or yeah. can you get as many as you want? Probably no. Well, you're you're still going to be limited by yeah. ice and and. But I think how many cars do they have? Six. I think. Wow. So so they would they would have a lift that could you could pull two cars on, and then yeah, so they'd come up and go down. Or of course, and they had the third car stall that they didn't put the lift in for their other, but. So that doesn't, and it doesn't really sound that complicated, right? It, it wasn't. I mean, it was very doable. Mm-hmm. Would you need to reinforce the cement or something? Can it handle no, no, I think six cars or whatever? Concrete is 
if it's done right, yeah, you're going to be fine. But that's an extreme way to to yeah. expand your space, but it's it's doable. And you don't think about it. You only need the height of your car. You don't need like it doesn't need to be six feet because your car is probably only like four feet off the ground. You know, like all mm-hmm. total. So it, it's not as high. The bottom one's probably pretty tall, but I think when it lifts up, you don't. It doesn't need all that much space, right? Um, to get in now, geez, cars now would probably pull in by themselves. Yeah, which you know is a is a new innovation. But yeah, you didn't. You, there's pro, that's like a bunk bed for your car. Yeah, it's how to make yeah, a bedroom much, bigger, right? Yeah, that's funny. which is like <laughs> where I was going with the next segment. But that's like it is. It's like bunk beds for your cars, which is cool. Yeah, you know, the um, we've all been in the house that's over bunk bedded, where you go in and it looks like it's a dorm. My house. <laughs> no, actually, bedded. it's not anymore. Yeah, but I can imagine it. There was a time where everybody was oh, yeah. like doubled up. Were you ever oh, yeah. quadrupled up? Not quadrupled. We had three. <laughs> three. So one bunk and one. Uh actually, we had gotten the tri- the old triple bunk. Triple bunk. Oh, it was like a multi-level. Uh, yeah, packing them in there tight. That's pretty nice, though. That's cool, though. The kids love that. Like uh, Kramer did on Seinfeld with the uh, drawers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have giant drawers yeah. for everybody to be in. I The one thing that I wanted to talk about before we, we moved along is is making windows bigger. Because there was a, if you're in a certain time period, you have, you know, like windows that are oddly shaped. And I was in a remodel. Uh, very recently where they have Kate, they had casement windows, but they were super old casement windows, like from the fifties. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were I'm trying to give, I keep we're on the radio, so I can't really point, but if there's windows in the studio here that are horizontal, they were like half the size, half the height. And so you had this giant wall space that went, it looked like you were in a basement. So like almost. awning windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up high. It was just, they were just super high. So you, they were just above eye level. They started. Yeah. So you have this, it was yeah. kind of just a weird look. And, um, you know, I was thinking, and they kept them because they couldn't figure out a great solution to, to make that make, make the holes bigger. Well, that's what I thought. To accommodate like, for bigger what windows. What kind of room was it? Big. It was a really big room. I bet the rooms. Living room, bedroom, dining living room. room. Living room. It's interesting that they would have done that in a living room. Well, I, I it looks to me like I mean, the people before mm-hmm. It looks like to me that the people before the house like gutted the house and re totally reconfigured it. Because I know I because the kitchen's not where you would normally have a kitchen in that period of house that was built in the late forties. Yeah, because sometimes I mean it's been in situations where there's like a bay window and they back in the day they just did the rest standard double hung, mm-hmm. so you had a lot of wall space underneath the window and take those out and go go almost to the floor with the windows and just makes mm-hmm. it a little bit more of a dramatic. Well, you did that one for Tracy, the dining room, and they put the door in. The oh, yeah. Door. Yeah. Man, what an improvement that was. Yeah. Windows really make can make an enormous difference in your space, you yeah. know? And well, yeah, I mean, because I'd rather have bigger windows than smaller windows any day. Yeah. Yeah, and I, they're they're living with it, I what, think, until they be, figure what out what would be restrictions good. on the, I mean, like, there are some, sometimes you run into some stuff structurally, but most of the time you can figure out a way to get windows in where yeah. you want them. I mean, what would be the, like, as far as design, what would be the thing that would keep you from going bigger? Are you talking about the situation? I'm just saying, and generally. I, 
while I was sitting here trying to figure out because it's an exterior wall. Mm-hmm. So obviously, because they have this, how many up at the top? Three? One? Two? Oh, there's three at a time. So they have three sets of three at a time. Oh, wow. So it might be longer Maybe than 35 feet. Maybe they did that feet. because they wanted wall space. I don't know what kind of room it is. But. Could be. Just a, it's a really big room. I mean, it's, it's, it's a perfect rectangle, 35, 40 this way, 25, 30 this way. I mean, it's a big room. That's weird. It is weird. It's, I mean, it it's an addition. So you could see that oh. they re, like somebody took this house. The house is now shaped like a U. You looked at it mm, looking no. down. Sure. I'd still rather have full length windows and work around my furniture placement rather than. And I, what I think really happened was they had this line of trees on that side of the house that were up, you know, were there when they were re, you know, doing the remodeled redesign. And now they're gone. And now I think they're, now they're looking at it like, oh, before these windows had no light coming through because they were just. Yeah, but still, I would think I would want full length. I wouldn't want full windows. Right. Just for the look. I mean, just. But is putting a window in just merely like cutting a hole and putting a header in there? I mean, what are, what were, you know, the. I mean, they're, you may, I mean, there may, there's probably wiring somewhere that has to be dealt with. Right. I mean, it's all stuff that's. You can that can be dealt with though. Typically, there's not. I mean, if you're going wider, maybe you run into on an exterior wall. There really shouldn't be a whole lot to deal with. I would as think far so. as you know, wiring, you know, and if you have like framing. a normal window, let's say you're just in a normal house, not even this, but you have just like kind of like the normal windows, and you want to make that bigger. It's really just. Framing it out. It's not, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of yeah. complexity there. You got a little bit of interior and exterior finishing that you have to deal with, but sometimes you have to look at the exterior to determine what you're going to do window wise mm-hmm. for balance. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, so because we tend to either just do one or the other, right? But <laughs> it's important. Windows are important exterior and interior because they're they're placed. Yeah, you don't want to look. You're driving up to it and I'm like that looks weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a man. There's what do they do there. Is this house winking at me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's important oh, when you have like one window. Yeah, and then oh, no oh, other windows. That or like I, a small I, one here is like that's weird looking. I've seen it. And I was like, they must have designed the house themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you get that on the back of a house a lot. But cemetery is important. I digress. And thank you for listening. Without medication. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) This is Measure Twice. Podcasts by Federated Media.